Okay. Um, hello, everyone. Um, welcome back to another episode of Mental Health Mondays, um, where we talk about mental health and self-care within the Black community. Um, this is the second episode, and I am having a conversation with the mental health advocate and icon, Hanifa <laughs> Griffith. Um, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, um, we could just get right into it. Okay. Hi, everyone. Yes, my name is Hanifa Griffith. I am a mental health advocate. I'm from Trinidad and Tobago, if you can tell by my accent. Um, I'll just like say how I ended up, you know, becoming a mm. mental health advocate. So I think it started around like 2017 um, when I was going through my own issues. Um, and like one day I was taking up pictures for Gasparilla Music Festival, which is like a thing that they have in like Florida. Um, so I was taking up pictures as an intern and this guy randomly came up to me one day and he was like, oh, do you know that any black community we don't talk about mental health? And in my head, I was like, how did you know I was thinking about that? Like this, this is like really random. He didn't even say hi. He was just like, oh, we need to talk about mental health in the black community. And I was like, you know what? That is so true. And from that day forward, I just took what he said and kind of like ran with it. Um, I started talking about mental health amongst my friends, which then led me to talk about it on my Instagram, which then led me to have my own podcast, you know, to inviting people on my lives. Um, so yeah, that's how I kind of became the mental health advocate I am today. It's just like kind of seeing how I was going through my own things. Other people were yearning for that space to talk about it, especially as being black bodies, we don't have that space to talk about it. So just providing that space for friends and people who I come in contact with to talk about mental health. Yeah, so that's, that's super interesting um, the way you started because I feel like in Trinidad, it's, is it as talked about? Because I know uh, mental health is something that's so stigmatized in the black community everywhere, especially in the United States, but I've never thought internationally what that might look like. So do you believe that in Trinidad it's even worse, like it's even more of a stigma? Because I come also from a Caribbean household and it's like, it's just, it's not talked about. It's just looked at as like, oh, like if you're sad, go outside. <laughs> like yeah. you know yeah like oh get some air it's not like it's not ever like oh let me really talk to you about your emotions like what are you feeling what are you going through so do you feel like it's there's a huge difference in the stigmatization between um internationally in the u.s or is it about the same hmm, that's a really good question i feel like in certain instances it could be different um because i was kind of like thinking about this recently too how within the African-American culture, I would say it's a little bit more talked about than in the Afro-Caribbean culture. Um, I think it's just because location-wise, but other than that, I feel like it is really stigmatized to the point where it's very hard to have conversations sometimes um, with other people within, you know, Trinidad and Tobago, because it's like this thing that we learned growing up, like don't eat dirty laundry in public. So what I basically mean is don't talk about what's happening at home to people in public. Um, and growing up, that's always what I've been taught. Don't eat dirty laundry, don't eat dirty laundry. So yeah, I would definitely say it's very stigmatized. Um, even in my household, I would say it was kind of stigmatized and it took a while for me to feel comfortable talking to my parents about it. Um, 
yeah it was like the first time i talked to them about it it wasn't even like a conversation it was more i was having an argument with my brother and i kind of like brought up suicidal ideation and then from that point my mom was like wow we need to start talking about this you know um so yeah it's very it's very very stigmatized yeah and i feel like it's also like you mentioning that it wasn't until you really dove into it that your family started to understand i feel like it shouldn't have to get to that yeah, point, 100%. you know, it should, you should not have to feel like you have to reach the point of having like, you know, suicidal ideation or anything that's so, just so deep into being depressed or having anxiety um, for you to be able to get help. And I also um, feel as though in the black community, there's not that many resources for, mm. for people that are having mental health issues to get help. So it's also really cool that you're, you know, doing this as a black woman, like you're doing this um, and just breaking that barrier of the stigma. And so um, speaking of resources, um, your podcast, that is a huge resource. So what do you what do you mainly um, talk about on your podcast or like where is where is it going? Where do you want it to go and all that? So what I mainly talk about in my podcast um Okay, I'm a person that loves to give backstories. So, like, the name <laughs> of my podcast is called Behind Closed Doors. Um, I'm a sociologist. I did my master's in applied sociology. And there's this um, sociologist by the name of Irving Goffman who talks about, like, front stage and backstage and how sometimes we talk about things. We don't, we don't feel comfortable talking about certain things in the front stage as we do in the backstage. So an example is, like, if you're out with your friends, you might say things within that group because you're more comfortable with them as opposed to if you're with like a professional settings, like that kind of difference. Um, so me naming my podcast Behind Closed Doors is kind of bringing the conversations that we have with ourselves and the people we're most comfortable with um, to the front line. Because if you think about it, everybody's going through something. You know, I have never met someone who's never been going through something. So for me to name my podcast, that is just kind of show people that everybody is going through something and it is okay to talk about that in the public eye um so i talk about anything from mental health to recently like i had a conversation about like empathy about um living life with endometriosis um and just when i kind of think about it i really talk about things that I have been going through and I kind of like seek people who are going through the same thing just to show other people like, hey, this is this is a thing and it's okay to talk about this thing and it's okay to be open about it. It's okay to, you know, have other people know that you're going through going going through that um that problem or that situation. Um and for where I would love to this for this to go, I would love to, I don't know, like either have my own network um where i could reach more people so that's like a tv show not even tv show like a sit down talk or a ted talk that's one of like one of my goals mm -hmm. um and also to create spaces where black bodies can come and heal and to be inclusive in that healing so lgbtqia plus um individuals um myself people who are part of the african diaspora um and just having spaces where we can heal which also led me to choose another master's in social work. So with that, I'm trying to open up my own firm um, within the United States and in Trinidad just to, 
you know, expand upon that healing spaces that I really realize that we don't have as Black individuals. Um, and if we do have those spaces, it's very limited. Um, so I'm trying to expand on that. Yeah, yeah. And so one of the one of the things that you mentioned just now, which I did not even think about, was inclusivity and the different, just a different, um, the different, what's the word I'm looking for? person now the different characteristics and the different mm -hmm. um i like don't know what the word i'm looking for is um just like personal just because you can be like for example you can be black and a oh, woman like, um, and, intersectionality yeah and, yes, intersectionality, yes yeah so mm -hmm. intersectional um mental health um awareness because being you know being black is one thing and then being a woman is another like those mm -hmm. are those are things that like those are two struggles and then also having to deal with being, you know, yeah, just all of this. So inclusivity, um, I feel like that's not talked about either. So mm -hmm. the fact that you brought that up is like super important because it's just something that not that many people think about. So having that network, if you build that network, I am <laughs> in the network. <laughs> like, trust me, I am in the network. Um, and I also, you also do, um, what's it called, this series that you have where you talk with people. Um, so tell, talk a little bit more about that, like the series of, um, what is it called? Uh, holding Space Panifo. Holding, yes. Yes. Um, so I don't even remember how that started, to be honest. I think that started in early 2020 when we first um, went on lockdown. So I left from the US to go back home to Trinidad because I'm trying to, you know, I was, I was in my head, I was like, if I'm going to go through a pandemic, I'm going to go through that pandemic with my family. So I was like, okay, let me just go back home. So I went back home and I realized when I went back home, I was faced with a lot of the trauma that I left behind um, when I was younger and kind of entering back into that space. It was, it was very, it was very overwhelming for me personally. Um, so I decided to, I just pick up my phone and like talk to my Instagram. Um, and then when I realized that the conversation can only go so far with me alone, I started to invite friends. Um, and first it started off with us talking about um, racism within America, because I think that was the time where George Floyd was murdered, um, Breonna Taylor was murdered. So I invited a lot of my friends within the African diaspora, whether that's the Caribbean, Africa, or within the um, US or anywhere else to come and talk about how this thing that's happening in the States can reach so far within different countries. Um, so I started talking about that. And from there, I switched over to talking about mental health. So I would bring um, some of my guy friends on, um, my non-binary friends, my female friends. I mean, just kind of like talk it out, like a normal conversation on the phone. Like, what are we, how are we feeling? Um, why are we feeling this way? Why are we scared to talk about these things? And yeah, I just, I just find it so much, it's, I don't know how to put it, it's like really nice to have those conversations with your friends and then to see other people be like, wow, thank you for holding this space because I didn't even know this is something that was affecting me. Um, so yeah, I wanna like start back that, that again, but I don't even know how to maneuver that space with like Instagram Live and then my podcast, but yeah. Yeah, so um, also that just made me think about um, just having a space to talk is, is like, 
I feel like it's one of the hugest, like the biggest forms of self care because mm-hmm. without like holding it in is not going to do anything for you. Yeah. And it's, it's so hard for, I feel like it's hard for everyone that has mental health issues, but being, being black and being in the African diaspora is like, it's even harder almost to, to talk about your feelings, talk about the trauma. And especially during the time with, we were going through a pandemic, mm-hmm. we were going through just race, racial, um, just racial uproar, like um, just, just a bunch of just horrible trauma that we were going through during that time. So mm-hmm. during the pandemic, it was like, this is a time where we need to start talking about, you know, self-care and ways that you can just kind of like be aware and, you know, be aware of what's going on, but also take the time for yourself to just relax and calm down and just mm-hmm. try to just look away from it for a couple of minutes because it's important to know like what's going on and, but it's also just, it's just, you have to continue to reflect on the trauma and just seeing it can just completely ruin your mental health. Cause I know it did, mm-hmm. like I had to take a break from social media for a little while oh, yeah. because it just got way too overwhelming. I was like, I, like, I, I'm not saying I'm not going to still continue to do what I'm doing as a, like as an activist, but it just, it was so just overwhelming. I had to just take a break. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so what are other forms of self-care other than, you know, just talking about it that you would say um, is important or that you would say that you do? Mm, um, journaling has definitely been a saving grace of mine. Um, just because I am an overthinker. I overthink a lot. And just to not have, I think as you said, like not to have these thoughts like in my head just resting um, yeah. and just kind of doing like a brain dump, which... I think it's a coin term, um, which is basically you free forming on your paper. You don't think about it. Just as your thoughts come, you just write it down. And then the end of whatever session, you don't have to put a time limited. I don't put a time limited. Um, just whenever you feel ready to stop, you stop and you realize, oh, wow, I kind of feel light. So I got it out. Um, you work through it. You know, you kind of, to, for me, I have like hypothesis. I'll be like, oh, I feel this way because X, Y, and Z, or maybe I feel this way because X, Y, and Z. And just kind of like working through it and what I can do to help myself feel better. Um, definitely listening to music. I love listening to music. Um, what else would I say? I love to cook and I love to talk to my mom. I feel as though those are like the four things I do whenever I'm like in a rut um, and they always help me. Um, and I would suggest too, like the best thing to do is to find the thing that's for you. Um, Cause some people, I can say listen to music and some people are like, oh, I don't wanna listen to music. If there's something that you know that kind of gives your mind a break. So if that's painting, painting is also nice too. Taking a walk outside, being in nature, people don't understand how important it is to like open your blinds or even to step outside. Um, you know, just to kind of like get fresh air, do, you know, just do things that you know that will help you um, kind of pause and not think about what you're going through. Um, because if you think about it, we think every single day, you know, we think about what next, what bill we have to pay next or, um, who we have to contact or all these certain things and just giving your mind a rest is the best thing you can do for yourself. Yes, definitely. Like I was just thinking like finding something that's for you is so important because when you, like, if you take, for example, if you just look up on like Google, T- tips for self-care it'll say like yoga some people don't want to do yoga exactly <laughs> or it's like oh like 
find a new hobby and then people are just like, oh, now I have to find a new hobby, which can also be stressful. Just mm -hmm. like, oh, do I like this? Do I like this? Just finding something that's for you. For example, journaling, I tried to get into, but I, I don't know. I feel like I overthink too much even when I'm journaling. So I just like, I prefer like meditation or listening uh -huh. to music and painting um, or doing puzzles, which is like this. Um, but yeah, that's like super important. And that's honestly like kind of all I had um, mm -hmm. for today. Um, if you want to say anything, if there are any like upcoming projects that you're working on or anything that you want to promote, this is like the perfect time to do it. Oh, what else do I want to say? Um, hmm. I think one thing that I want to add to is just like people like understanding that for so long as black bodies, we've been, you know, kind of, what's what I'm looking for? Um, oppressed, um, whether that's systematically or um, in, in, in an individual sense. And to be able to take care of yourself is a very radical form of self-care um, because we're always taught not to think about ourselves, you know? We're always mm -hmm. taught to keep it pushing, to be that strong black woman. That's another thing I'm trying to dismantle is that trope of being a strong black woman because I've realized that it has been very detrimental to me um, because mm -hmm. whenever I tell people something like, oh, Hannah, but you're so strong. I'm like, but I don't want to be strong. Like, can yeah. I be weak for just a moment and you just help me in this moment? You know, just kind of like combating that um, that script that black women always have to be strong um, and knowing that it is okay to take a break because for a very long time, even to this day, um, I have not been taking a break. I have been, you know, couch surfing for this year and just kind of like having that, struggle and now having a period where I can take a break and choosing to take a break um is very important um yeah it's it's very very important to take a break because yeah. you know like we're just we're just hamsters you know running on a wheel and if you just continue to do that you're just going to be tired you know sometimes you need to come off to take a sip of water to take some food to you know watch some tv to rest um so it's okay it's okay to rest trust me whatever you have to deal with is going to be there when you come back you know yeah um as in terms of my projects I am hoping to start my own Patreon soon. I don't know exactly as yet what that's going to look like, but my whole, my foundation for it is to help first international students like myself, black international students, international students on a whole, deal with the ills of coming over to the US or anywhere that's not their home. Because I feel as though that's not a topic that a lot of people talk about, mm -hmm. um, is the mental health struggles that come with us leaving our home and having to maneuver this new space in a very foreign country. Um, so yeah, definitely that. And also expanding on my content with my podcast. And then hopefully, you know, when that continues and that grows, somebody might invite me to a TED Talk so I can have right. that as well, you know? <laughs> no, definitely. I could definitely see you like TEDx, TEDx Anifa. <laughs> like, yes, no, I can definitely, definitely see that. Um, but you're doing such amazing things. Um, the creating this space is just such a it's just such a huge deal and like I feel like you don't even know how helpful you might be to like your friends or just anyone that knows anything about you like even me even though you know we just met like just what you do is just so impactful so it's really it's just really great like you know pat yourself on the back because you're doing something so amazing you know um so yeah um this is like the 
end um, of the conversation, but I just want to say shout out to you. Um, everyone go follow her on Instagram at Hanifa G, right? Hanifa yes. G. Um, and also listen to her podcast episodes, um, Behind Closed Doors. Is that on Anchor? It's on Anchor. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's honestly on all streaming pa- um, platforms. Yeah, because I know it has like Spotify, Google. Yeah, Spotify, yeah. yeah. So, um, yes, um, go with your podcast, um, podcast behind closed doors, follow her socials. Um, and just, yeah, like you're doing amazing. Um, continue what you're doing. And thank you so much for um, joining me on this conversation. Of course. Thank you for having me. You're, you're doing amazing work as well. Um, your whole team. I, yeah. And I, I love, I love the work that y'all are doing, creating spaces for black students. Cause that's also something that needs to be talked about, especially within, you know, this racial uproar that we're going through and just, you know, kind of considering that a lot of the syllabi that's created is not having us in mind and will never have us in mind. So you're kind of pushing that envelope and wanting to have us in mind in these conversations. That's honestly, it's amazing. So, yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you so much for joining me again. Um, You've been amazing. Thank you.